welcome to a special edition of 10YS Conversations. We're talking high school hoops today. Now, next month, you have some of the best high school players in the Bahamas, in America, Canada, Finland, from all over the globe. Isn't that right, John? Yep. So we got some of the best high school basketball players coming down to compete in the Caribbean tip of Classic. And in studio with us is Steve Barnes here to tell us all about it. Steve, welcome to the pod. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Now, you've served with the Bahamas Basketball Federation in various capacities. Just tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved in basketball in the Bahamas. Well, I was a college basketball coach in the U.S. for 30-plus years. And about six years ago, uh, just having uh, been down and getting to know some of the coaches here and uh, everybody when there was an opening to uh, work with the national team, uh, the head coach that I was working with, Larry Eustachie, Took the uh, took that spot, and then I came on and helped out and and assist and and do different various things. So as that kind of changed, worked out. Uh, Larry did it for a year, but just getting to know everybody, I wound up saying, "Hey, let me let me keep working with everybody. I you know don't need to be the head coach, don't need to do anything. I just want to assist." So I've kind of helped out as far as being an assistant coach, and and then after about a year or so, I wound up be being named the technical director for Bahama basketball, which just is a you know an advisory position for the president and the vice president for the basketball federation. So I've been doing it about six years, and then um, I got out of college coaching after last year, and I said, how can I continue to do a little bit of basketball, but at the same time uh, uh, help these guys down here? I didn't want to give that up because I really get a lot out of this. I feel like I'm really helping. I, I can tell when I leave that I've contributed in some form and that's hard to find in in different situations so it, it's been really good I, I really like coming down here and I like trying to make things better and that's where we started to evolve into what we're doing now with this uh, the tip-off classic now uh, in in serving with the Federation over the course of the last six years as you suggested how have you seen the development program grow during that time span because right now we see Bahamas basketball it's becoming somewhat of a global brand because of these big names at the forefront but at the grassroots level how have you seen it grow well i think there's a lot of work to be done you know the, the hard part is that that no one in the federation is full-time it's not a full-time paying position uh and uh so that makes it difficult because when you can't concentrate on something you know i know that even myself when i'd help i i could help a lot in the summer and all of a sudden i'd go back to my school and, and next thing you know I can't do anything again until whatever I'd try and do a little bit but your focus is where your where your job is so I'd say it's 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 very much in still in the early stages but we're also gaining ground because uh, I'm over here doing stuff all the time now and assisting uh, Mario Boleg and, and the rest of the Federation people and, uh, and it's something that I'm working on a lot along with these other events that we're bringing to the Bahamas and other sports, this Caribbean sports travel that we have that's uh, it's, uh, uh, partnered with the Courtyard Marriott and, and, and various other groups. So we're doing, we're doing a lot of things, but I still, it was very much the early stages, but with the point you made with the big name guys coming on with Buddy and DeAndre and guys like that, there's a brand going to be there and we have to maximize that and take advantage of that. Uh, of that window that we're going to have and then along with Kai Jones who I'm sure we'll talk about what he's going to be doing and Sammy there's a there's a there's a huge uh, area right there for branding and, and and putting the Bahama basketball on on a world scene uh, stage or now now and coming in the coming years now uh, tell us a bit about um, 
your, your organization that's putting the event on Caribbean Sports Travel? Well, we uh, concept came in through uh, uh, just coming down and, 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 and speaking with, uh, you know, um, uh, Mr. Boleg, you know, Coach Boleg, Mario, about, you know, what needs, what could be done, what are the things, how can you bring events down here? My, my observations for the last six years about, or you know, groups that come in, there's a lot of t- people that come in from the outside, they do their event, they make their money, they leave. I, I never saw anything locally being done. Uh, you know, a homegrown company. So my thinking was, and, and along with uh, a partner, my partner Ron Hershko, who you know, owns a courtyard, we, we said, you know, there, there's really a place for us here, and and uh, we can do a lot of different things. And now because we're 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 homegrown, we our our, our contacts and our, our, our relationships are building with all the different federations. Uh, from and then the high schools, uh, just a little bit of everybody, just being on the ground here rather than just kind of popping in and and doing our deal, making our money, and getting out of here, uh, which is what everybody seems to do, and 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 it works, but but that doesn't give anything back to the community. And the big thing, what we want to do is give back to the community and try and almost everything we do uh, start with a, a bohemian base uh, of kids that are playing in our events, uh, the adults playing in our events, uh, and, and have that. Some of them won't have that because we're going to you know, look at doing a college basketball tournament, which will be division one teams so that you can't, you know, then you can't intercede. But, but at the same time, everything we do is going to have a homegrown flavor to it. And, uh, and just stay with the real philosophy of giving back. So, that's kind of our that's kind of our thinking, and and we're growing fast, and we we've, we've got several events planned, and uh, the the kickoff, uh, the tip off, excuse me, uh, classic is the, the first thing we're doing, and and it's really important us to do that first class and and do it right. Now, John, when we first heard about this, like I think we shared a lot of the same sentiments that that Steve shared. With a lot of the events, they come down here, they leave. There's no real impact especially on the high school basketball scene because that's the one that needs to be showcased that's the one you know where a lot of these coaches and scouts they're going to want these kind of players your level of excitement when you heard about this event oh no i was um hands down excited because like i mean i I speak to steve quite a bit so he gave me some of the the inside scoop of teams who were projected to come down before anyone even knew so when i was hearing the teams and with particular players on the team, I just got excited because there's a chance that you can see the highest level of basketball at the high school level. Like, it, as much as people love high school basketball here, yeah, we're not there. Um, it's going to be great that these kids who are in high school now are going to be able to see and compete against the best that the the best in the game. Let's just put it that way. So they have to elevate their game up a notch. So it's just exciting that you have the big teams coming down who have multiple NBA players from these these academies. Even from Finland, they have a couple of NBA prospects, players in college. But then you have the Kai Jones, the Sammy Hunter, who you're going to be able to see now play against elite competition as opposed to just watching the video because videos make everyone look good. Yeah, well, that's our job. Yeah, that, that's just the truth to it. Like, I've I've heard coaches say you know um, it's just a pigment makeup on when you when you get a highlight video where you, when you get to see them in person there's little things that you're able to see that translates to the game and everything so it, it's it's exciting to to know that finally we'll have a real high school tournament that benefits 
the locals and the te- the foreigners coming down because sometimes they get tired of playing the same competition. Same competition yeah. It's something different. Bahamian basketball is a different brand of basketball. It's not, um, how would you say, with fundamentals. Like it's, well, Grand Bahama is probably more fundamental than NASA, but these kids are going to come down and they might say, oh, they don't have anyone over six foot two on their team. But then they realize, oh man, they're, they're a scrappy team and they're playing, they're playing with heart. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great tournament. Now let's uh, let's get into some of the teams that are going to be coming so down. Let, let, let me kind of build on that. Oh just yeah, so sure. Let me just kind of think. What you were saying really hits on uh, John because, and we fell into this. It didn't like we just uh, develop. We had the philosophy we we're going to work within, but you know I think everybody. Let's get the Americans down here. Let's get the U.S. teams, and they'll show everybody how good they are. Great. But what wound up happening out of this is saying, okay, well, let's get teams from here. That way college coaches can come see them. We can get the, the best players, and we, we earmarked these teams. where We knew Kai was at Brewster, and we knew Sammy was out there in British Columbia. And let's bring the best players back. Now they get to be seen by uh, their friends, their family, uh, you know, everyone. So, uh, and then, like John's saying, we get the local guy that gets to go play against the other ones, at the other the other schools. They get seen, and it's a it's a way to get you know. I'm hoping 40, 50, 80 college division one coaches. Most NBA teams are saying they're going to be coming down. So, it's a it it's really is a. That's why I'm really I think classic will be the last time I use that. I think we're going to go more to just the showcase name. I think I just been putting together one up saying classic, but the reality is it's it, it's a showcase, and especially this time of year when a lot of teams practicing for a week or so now. They're just you know the Bohemian teams. A lot of them hardly practice because of volleyball, but it's a true showcase that you get to do it. And then what I like what we're doing on Sunday night. Yes, we're playing games where Tabernacle and St. George and C.I. Gibson are going to play people. Uh, but on Sunday, we're going to have the two teams from Freeport uh, become an all-star team and then play against one of these teams. So now the best of the best of the best are going to play, and then we're going to do the same thing with the, with the Nassau teams in the evening. So I think we've got every component that you could come up with, and what we got to do is have this thing be successful and get as much community backing uh, not only this year's got to be the attendance and coming and being into it, but I think over time we've got to get the community really behind this because this could become a very special deal. People want to come. They like to come. We've got everything in place. We've got the people that know how to put it together. And uh, I, I think it can be just, just off the charts good, and it's at a great time of year. Somebody said, oh, we should do it later. We should do it this. It's perfect time. It's right before the signing date. It's 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 early. People, it's the first opportunity to see guys play. So, just building on what John said, I just, I, I think we're really have the makings for a home run here, and uh, and I feel like that's the direction we're going. The Bahamian element, of course, is going to be very important. We mentioned Kai, we mentioned Sammy. You also have Deontay Dean at, at BC Prep. You have guys like D'Angelo Mackey at Redemption. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of Bahamian players here, and in addition to all of that, it, it gives. It gives our local guys somewhat of a reality check to see what they're up against playing against the rest of the world. Because, I mean, let's let's be real. These guys want scholarships. They want opportunities to leave here and go and play someplace else. Well, you got to kind of have to know what you're facing because you're going to be competing against these people. So 
like both of you guys mentioned, it works really well for both sides in, in that respect. And then you know how it goes, especially with the media in the U.S. If they could find a DeAndre, if they could find a Buddy, if they could find a Kai, they just need one. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's a year from now, three years from now, they just want one. So it's, it's people somebody will, will come yeah. out of this tournament that somebody's going to do something or two guys are going to do something that they're going to get on somebody's radar yep. that weren't on the radar before. And the Bahamas has a history of producing collegiate players, so it's not going to be a surprise. They're not going to be surprised if they come down here one year and the kid's in grade 10 or grade 9, and they're like, let me keep my eye on him. And then all of a sudden, right. he makes that leap like a Kai Jones in one year, becomes a top 50 yeah, prospect. Right, so exactly. it's just like... Well, even Sammy. Even yeah. Sammy, yeah. look at where Sammy jumped. I know when I was recruiting him at Colorado State, I was recruiting him at Colorado State. There's some interest in Fresno, uh, Pacific. But now look where he's jumped up to. Well, that's having 17 points against North Carolina and Summer Thunder and, and some things like that. that. That's another factor we should talk about. Now, yes, these teams are coming down with these great players. Now, two, some of the factors we have to look at is this. Um, playing FIBA rules. U.S. team don't play FIBA rules. It's new for them, kind of unique, fun for them. Two, playing against local teams against and then having home crowd. You got that home crowd advantage, and you see in the summertime and summer, thunder, even with no one there, those Division One teams pay heck to, to win those games. And then you, then you, you know, you're gonna have that crowd getting and, and it's boisterous. I went to the city league, whatever it was, the uh, uh, industrial league tournament game last night. I mean, it was nuts. And so you, you know, that's gonna fuel the fire there and put those teams on their heels a little bit that are coming in from the other, thinking like you say, you see two guy, I'm six ten, and here's this guy who's not afraid. And so I, I predict upsets in this thing. And even if there's not and there's a blowout, you'll still see some things that'll that'll it'll be positive for Bahama basketball no matter what. Yeah, that's one thing I'll say. Like, even in Summer of Thunder, teams do get blown out, and it just happens because it, sometimes it's not the talent gap; it's the depth of the teams. But mm-hmm. you could take positives out of some of these blows because there might be a a kid who plays for CI Gibson, for example. But he puts up 20 and 10 against the five-star recruit from Brewster, for example. Hey, it could be a blow-up, but if, they could, if players could hold their own, scouts could see beyond the scoreboard. Well, That's I, what's important. I think, and to speak to that point, even when Kentucky was down here, their toughest game was against the Bahamian team. Right. And Surprise. You, yeah, and you saw, you saw, well, right out of that, Dominic Bridgewater had that opportunity, and now he's, he's, in he's playing in France uh, out of high school. So I think that's an example there of, you know, going up against this high-profile competition and the opportunities that, that it can lead to. Now, now, you know, I think this is another component I want to bring up, too. It's really important to me is that I want to, I know we're always talking about kids getting, a, maybe going away to school over in the U.S. or Canada or all the things that go with it. As time goes on, we're going to put even more of an emphasis on qualifying and working on qualifying while you're here, not just hoping that you're going to get the magic pill when you go over to the U.S. because now all of a sudden guys get over there and they get so far behind because what they, they don't think about it until they get there and now they wind up having to go to junior college because they didn't take care of business in ninth and 10th grade, for example. So I want this to eventually become a, a uh, an educational type thing where we're really educating, oh, okay, we've got these scouts here, we've got everybody you need, but you've got to do your job in school 
and preparing and taking the right classes and, 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 and preparing for the test and things that you have to do, the ACT, SAT. So that it, it, you know, there's some thought into what you're doing because we talk so much basketball, but then, then that goes away because you don't qualify. And you got all this potential, and the next thing you know, you can't even go do what you want to go do, and yet you got Oklahoma, North Carolina, all these guys on you, but, but you're down in the South Plains Junior College in Texas and, 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 and wasting two years of your deal. So that, that component is going to come into play. It's just hard to get everything done in one year. I want to get a, a bit deeper into that because that's been an issue recently in terms of, you know, young prospects being able to qualify and, and get to the U.S. or Canada or one of those places. Is it on is it on the Federation to, I guess, assist these guys through the process and guide them through this process, like knowing everything that you have to do just to be prepared to make that next step to get to qualify to get that visa? or yeah, I think this because again, I take you know, the federation giving me that title of of, of uh, you know uh, of, of overseeing you know overseeing these things you know technical director advising, and I think that has you know it does become a factor. I think it's a factor a lot of different ways. I mean, like we just mentioned, a kid going ahead and going over to Europe. I think those are new things that people are doing these days. Now that's the old story. College isn't for everybody. This kid's got a chance to go make all kinds of money right out of the gate we got kids in the u.s are doing the same thing so i don't i'm not opposed to that because i also found out you got guys that that if they're smart about things they may go away and make their money for say eight to ten years and whatever and then they made enough money they may go come and go back to school you know the whole idea is that you gotta understand that you're you're gonna get done with basketball at a very early age you got a lot of life left i mean you got to teach life lessons to a degree and i think you got to you do got to advise these guys on how to make it because the more guys that can go to college and university is going to make your national team better because they're going to be coached. They're going to be coming back. They're going to understand how it works. So I do think there's an obligation there. But again, we're, you know, that's part of the big plan of some things we're trying to do here where we, you know, we can do more and, 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 and help more. And John and I have talked about some tournament situations that are going to help the Federation's funding possibly. And there's just a lot of things that can be done and it can't be done overnight, but there's a lot of things that can be done. And, you know, and obviously funding is always the biggest issue. Well, the more funding creates more opportunity for people to work. And then also you can get that information out. I, I just think there's a lot of lack of information and a lack, a lack of, explaining and showing and this and that there's a lot of guessing going on and uh you know you got to make everybody aware so that i think we're just we're that's giving back to the community right there so that's it stays within our philosophy so uh we mentioned brewster brewster and kai jones is going to be coming down uh bc prep sammy hunter and deontay dean is going to be coming down tell us a bit uh, more about some of the other teams that we expect to see st thomas more without getting all that bunch of names i could throw out a bunch of names but then you know people that might not know and one thing we're talking about international term you got to remember these teams also have international players from from africa europe all over the place so there's the international flavor is really really there that's one of the reasons we decided to do fiba and continue to make it an international event and running it more different than a fiba fiba tournament is how we're going to run this thing exactly that but St. Thomas Moore uh, has got all five starters, seven, eight guys that are all mid to high major players. You know, all all mid to high major Division One guys. Um, you know, Redemption's got three or four mid major players. Um, 
Putnam Science won the prep school championship and beat all these guys last year, and and they're just loaded with guys, and they're 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 a team that's bringing more guys than anybody. They got like 15, 16 guys on this roster. Um, you know, there's there's a whoever it is, you know, is a the top rated sophomore in th- this class. You know, there's just a plethora. We said something about Finland. Well, they got two big guys that that could go in the draft. You know, and so uh, big kids. So it's um. Every one of these teams got their players, and everybody better be ready to go. And we've given the various reasons, and the the local Bahama teams better, (laughs) Bahamian teams better be ready to go. But then again, we're giving them the advantage. We're going to put a bunch of people in the gym, and they're on your soil, and and you got your home pride, and we'll play the we're going to play the national anthem, and and go out there and 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 get after these guys. And you got another opportunity. Okay, well we're going to get you know the all star groups going against them. So. It, it's it's there to be had for everybody could have a lot of success out of there and I think teams also are going to learn a lot about themselves uh, and their team and what kind of team they think they have this year and going to be which is always very important uh John give us some insight into some of the, the local teams not I guess not these rosters specifically but when you talk about a St. George's and a CI Gibson like those programs what they're what they're known for and what we expect from those programs because they're perennial contenders like what do they bring to the table yeah well we do know that um daryl sears he's been coaching st george's for a while he has a culture developed there and they've actually in grand bahama you know they have the tip-off classic so you have them they're used to playing teams from abroad already so they're used to that style of basketball same thing with tabernacle they're used to 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 going off into tournaments and playing these teams from abroad so for them i think um i think it's more i'm not going to say that nassau teams will be scared but i think nassau teams aren't going to be as used to playing against this style of basketball as the grand bahama team so there might be something where the grand bahama teams might come out looking a little more organized and playing a little better against this competition where the some of the nassau teams might just come off frantically it i, I don't know but that's the assumption that I'm going to have because a lot of these Nassau teams are used to playing each other, hack basketball type thing. That, that's what we always say. G Triple say that basketball is a brand of basketball no one else plays in the world. <laughs> that's right. one thing I, I always tell people. So it's just going to be interesting to see, for me personally, how these beha- uh, Nassau teams handle playing when they do play a, a, a foreign yeah. team. So we've got St. George's, we've got C.I. Gibson. Who else do we have uh, locally? Zach. Augustine. Yeah. Okay. So you got Sack in there, and you know well. Sacks should bring out the crowd. And then Tabernacle as well, and you know what Tabernacle always brings to the table. Yeah, and Tabernacle to me is the best high school team in in the Bahamas. Yeah, like that's the only way you could you could say it. Last year, did they win everything last year? Yeah, they. Yeah, they they, 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 they did the sweep. Shoulders so, above everyone. Last and then year. a lot of the players came back, and um, I know that a couple players on the team are getting getting some looks in college this should be a big year for josh dames yep and then the point guard 25 um butler desmond Desmond, yeah so um yeah i know i know that they're getting looks and like i said i'll be excited to see how tabernacle does know that you know we love our freeport people just so you all know (laughs) at 10th year seniors yes we do so november 2nd to the 4th right the caribbean tip-off classic Listen, this is something that I think we've we've been wanting something like this for a very long time. So when we first heard the news about it, we we got excited because like we've been saying all along, it brings the best of both worlds. You you've got 
some of the best players from around the world some of the best locals here and it it all helps to develop Bahamian basketball right. all, all together so where do we see this tournament going you mentioned wanting to bring educational components right. to it where do you see the showcase going or building toward in the immediate future best case scenario well I know this that after we kind of got our 14 teams in it and we announced what we had and who we had, next thing you know, I've got two or three messages from other high schools saying, hey, how about us? How come we didn't get a chance and this and that? You know, it really is amazing. Now, we started putting this thing together in June. It was amazing wow. that we're able, and, I, and there's a guy named David Marin that, uh, you know, you met John, and it, it, he, he's got the National Prep Invitational up in Rhode Island every year, which is basically the national championship for prep teams. And we brought David on as the consultant, and it, incredible job what he did. Just let's put it this way if I had to do it, if it would have been me, it would have been a quarter of what he's done. I mean, he has brought, you know, the superstars in. So uh, he's put all this together. Where it could go, I just think we're going to get better teams. It's, uh, again, I'm looking at getting more local backing, you know, and really start to eventually do a big uh, a reception the night before. Uh, I want the media coverage. I just I just think so many times, you know, you get these events and, and everybody gets all hyped, which we're doing right now, which is good. And then it fizzles because there's no follow-up. There's nothing. So it's going to be a lot of follow-up, a lot of attention. How are we going to stay with this thing and follow different things? So, um I just think it has the makings for all of it. But again, it's going to need everybody's backing over time. And that's what my job is to prove that this year. And then the day it's over, we're going to start working on next year. And now we have a whole year to put it together. And I think with, for example, I want to really, you know, become where the teams that win the, 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 uh, the Hugh Campbell's and the, and the tournaments and the national championship stuff that, that, you know, they get an automatic invite you know, uh, it, it, the next year type of thing. And so there's something maybe you're even playing for to play in this type of showcase. So one thing I don't want to forget, because I, I, it's getting closer and closer. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to charge 10 bucks a person, adults, five bucks for 12 and under. And then if you want to get a, and, and now you can go in and out, you're going to get a bracelet. And so you say you get there for a nine o'clock game, then you got something to go do at, 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 at 11 or one, you're going to get to come back. So it's a whole day. It's 10 bucks for the whole doggone day. And then if you want to at the window, you can buy, uh, instead of it being 10 bucks, we'll knock it down to 25, where now you've got a, a tournament pass and you've got free reign to go back and forth for all three days, catch as many games as you want, see the local. You can see anybody and everybody. So, um, again, attendance, we're going to have a big-time concession. We're going to do all of that stuff. So. 25 bucks for a tournament pass, get it right there at the gate. You'll get a, ban a wristband that's going to allow you to go in and out privileges the whole time. And then 10 bucks a day and you get in and out privileges for that day and $5 for your kid. So, uh, uh, again, it, what will make this thing go, too, is, is people going to the games. We need people going to the games and supporting it that way. And, and then because there's a lot of cost that goes involved in all this kind of stuff with the transportation and everything else. So, like, one thing people always like is. I, I know when EYBL came down here playing the Bahamas Select team, there was a decent crowd for, for both games. But one people do, I know that Bahamians like to see is, who's going to be the next person in the NBA? And this, on a home soil, is going to have conservatively 15 players going next level mm -hmm. to, to NBA. Like, you will see them next year in college. 
and then you'll see a couple of them in the draft or you know a couple mm-hmm. of years so this is going to be the showcase where you see the future of the NBA. I agree with that. And that's what we're going to that's what we're going to look towards because you know it was too late for us but you know uh, Sunrise Prep who's very infamous yeah. down here with with you know buddy's old high school and Tum Tum. Well, it was just by the time we got going, they were already committed to something else. Well, they'll come next year. We already got a commitment from them that they'll come next year. So we're going to go and start recruiting those schools, looking at what they got. Now, a lot of these teams shift and those guys, and the Brewsters are, are traditional. I think they put five kids in the NBA in the last 10 years or, or, or 10 in the last 10 years in the NBA. It's a crazy number. But we're going to bring the, the top ones, and then you know we're going to find some of the bigger high schools that just – we're going to put it everywhere. And then I'm looking to uh, Brazil, you know, looking to bring a, a team from Brazil. I'm looking to, you know, get with uh, uh, Basketball Without Borders, almost put a team in from Latin America. We just ran out of time. So I want this to become more international and even higher level when it comes to players. I want it to be the kickoff event in basketball in the whole, in, in, not the world, but but a, a good chunk of the world of basketball. Eventually, we want to get yeah. there. We want to be able to see it in the world. World yeah. domination. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, who, you, know, you never know that. who you can get when you get it, and you got a little time to work on it. And uh, and I'm just shocked that we got it where we're at, to be honest, right now. So every, I feel like every high school, well, not even just high school basketball programs, every basketball program. If you're a coach, you're a principal, you're a mentor, you should bring your teams down because they should be there to watch this. Because I think what guys like Kai and Sammy are, we forget they also serve as inspirations to a lot of young basketball players. There's a lot of 10, 11-year-old kids that have these kind of hoop dreams. And if they see Bahamian players, and they may not know these guys are Bahamians until they get there, and you know yeah. you can point them out and say, that guy's a Bahamian, you know, you can get there too. So I feel like that's a very important factor. So I hope a lot of coaches, anybody with a service organization, a civic club, you come out to the tournament and give these kids an opportunity to see the best in high school basketball. I guarantee if there's a group, you could probably get a group rate to get into this tournament. I will work. Yeah, I have, I have no problem seeing if you're saying I'm going to bring my entire basketball team down to this thing. You get a better deal coming in tell to, him, to help. Tell them to come find me. Tell you, know, I know, you guys know where I'm at. Yep. You find me. I will. I will work something out because again, that's giving back. It's not making the money. It's the money to be made is to so we can continue to have the tournament, not the money. So like the outside groups would come in and make their dough, and then they then they take off. And you never see them again. The whole idea is that we're able to put it right back into the tournament and make the tournament go. But you got to pay your bills in order to, to do these things, uh, and uh, yeah, there is no doubt about it. It's it's. It, I want this to be a complete community event. Just with the sky's the limit, because I'm just thinking even long term. There's going to be times when you're going to have these 17 and under tournaments, 18 and under tournaments, that hopefully will be qualifying for in the future. You might be even to have those select teams play the big prep academies mm-hmm. to prepare for the following year. So it could work out. I mean, there's just so many ways to make this tournament just unique and different than, than the other things we have down here. All right. I think we got it covered, guys. So November 2nd to 4th, the Caribbean Tip-Off Classic, brought to you by Caribbean Sports Travel and the Courtyard Marriott. 10th-year seniors will definitely be there. We hope everybody is there as well. Remember, you, you can get your day pass, 10 bucks a day, or you can get 
your complete tournament package for 25 bucks in and out all day you can catch just about you can catch every game every game you want to just for 25 dollars so i don't think you could get a deal like that anywhere else for a tournament of this caliber so we hope everybody out there takes advantage i really want to thank the basketball federation too because this is they're recognizing this is a way for them to evaluate their young talent in their home gym against these people and it's going to go forward and helping evaluate for these national teams and the youth teams and, and everybody else so it's a great way to do this and so uh, 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 Mario Boleg has been unbelievable about offering up uh, Federation guys that work for the Federation to get them in there and, and work this event so the, uh, as big a sponsor as we got is the Basketball Federation right. so I appreciate them all right, Steve, thanks for joining us on the pod. John, we're just going to sit back and get ready for November. That's all we're doing right now. Yeah, I'm going on my NBA tour first. <laughs>